Welcome back to the Cincy Reform Podcast. I'm Zach Wise. I'm here with Brandon Burks. We are co-pastors at Westside Reform Church, a URC congregation in Cincinnati, Ohio. And in this episode, we have a bit of um, some exciting news for you and uh, something we might have hinted at a little bit in the past, but it's becoming more and more of a a real thing for us now. And that is this. Um, Our classes, our regional assembly, has uh, just approved of uh, Brandon uh, being appointed as a home missionary in Northern Kentucky. And uh, we're excited about this. We've received um, a bit of funding from our classes and from the uh, church planting fund. And we are uh, in the early stages of uh, beginning a church plant there. And so um, we're gonna spend this episode uh, just kind of hearing from Brandon a bit on this church plant so you can kind of get to know what's going on there and so you can even uh, if you're in the area join it or uh, spread the word or just simply pray for him i am sure that any of our listeners who um, resonate with our reformed doctrine will be excited for this one to hear about the spread of the gospel into a uh, another part of this um, of this country and of this region so uh, anyway, Brandon, um, how about, uh, could you, would you mind, we've not really talked too much about like, you know, family and things like that, but would you mind just briefly sketching out a bit of your family, a bit of your background, then in terms of what brought you to our church, I mean, this could be a long answer, but just maybe keep it quick, of course, that brought you to this point of um, getting ready to uh, plant a church. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm married, uh, and I've been married for about 17 years now, and I have three children. Uh, I, I grew up Roman Catholic. I came to faith when I was serving in the Navy. Um, from there, I went off to uh, Bible College, went to Boyce College down in Louisville. I uh, got a degree in apologetics and was still kind of growing and in, in, in t- becoming more reformed in my, in my, in my conviction and what I thought the Bible was, was teaching. And so from uh, Boyce College, I got a, uh, a degree in apologetics, defending Christianity, and then I went on to Westminster in Glenside, Pennsylvania, uh, for my master's, uh, f- focusing on uh, on uh, systematic and biblical theology. And while I was serving there, I served as a um, as a youth pastoral intern for about three years or so, and really helpful in terms of of uh, you know learning this, these great things in seminary, and then also teaching them to to the youth to 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 a children. Uh, but I, I was I was still actually a Baptist at the time, more of the Calvinistic Baptist. Um, and after I graduated from Westminster, I went and uh, became a uh, senior pastor at a church in Kentucky, and uh, labored there for a little over three years. And just during that time, uh, just growing in my understanding of Scripture and. Uh, growing much more uh, into the Reformed tradition, uh, specifically becoming uh, becoming convinced of infant baptism, for example. Uh, so that's something my wife and I became convinced of um, together, uh, just studying God's Word and, and, and praying. And uh, So Zach and I have been friends for some time and been meeting uh, even before I went off to seminary. We, we were... Uh, uh, we had met and chatted before, and then uh, certainly as I was pastoring at the at the church in in Kentucky, the Baptist Church, 
Uh, he and I would meet uh, regularly, and so just started chatting with Zach about my growing convictions of infant baptism and covenant theology and some of these other big doctrines, and um, uh, opportunity availed itself, and I was able to uh, transition out of the Baptist church and into Westside as a co-pastor, and um, yeah, I was, I was uh, installed um, uh, 2021, October 31st. And I've been serving as that as that uh, as a co-pastor at Westside, focusing on you know, catechizing the kids and sharing some pulpit duties and doing podcasting and th- that kind of thing. And so, yeah, we're excited now to to then focus on the mission field in terms of Kentucky. I think that Kentucky is a a, a prime location uh, in terms of the uh, the uh, uh, planning a reformed church. That's great. Thanks for that bit of an overview there. I think that um, one thing that our listeners may or may not be aware of is that Brandon is doing a PhD right now as well. And so uh, we've, ever since he came on board with our church, it's always been with a view to him uh, planting a congregation in Northern Kentucky. It's where he lives, where his wife is from, very much feel like it's home there. And so while he's doing a PhD, he's been working uh, with our church on a part-time basis to just kind of get to know the URC a little bit, right? And also to begin to make uh, preparations for um, you know, a full-fledged, full-blown uh, church plant launch in the years to come. But we're certainly we're taking some steps forward here soon, and you've already begun some. Mm-hmm. So could you maybe talk about what's going on right now as we are in the latter part of 2023? What's going to change as we enter into 2024? Um, yeah, give us a, and then maybe peeking ahead a little bit into 2025 in terms of where we pray the Lord willing this goes. Yeah. So throughout the rest of 2023, you know, we've been uh, meeting once a month. We uh, found a, a location in Florence, Kentucky. We think Florence, Kentucky is is a kind of a prime location because there are uh, there's a few uh, PCA churches that are by the river. If you know kind of geography, there's Northern Kentucky and then Cincinnati uh, right above uh, Kentucky, and there's the Ohio River. And so there's a, a, right on the river, there's two PCA churches, uh, one in Kenton County, one in Campbell County. Uh, but when you get down into Boone County, where, where uh, we're going to be, uh, there's, there's no kind of NAPARC presence there, especially when you get to the other outlaying counties. And so Florence is one of those places where a lot of people drive to. There's a mall there. There's a lot of shopping there. It, it, it's it's a, a kind of a happening place. And so it's a place that a lot of people drive to. Uh, and there's a lot of great residential areas there as well. So it's kind of a, a prime location for us. And we've been meeting there. We, we, there's a, a, a church location that we've been renting out. And uh, so for this kind of the latter half of 2023, we've been meeting once a month to do a Bible study and, and talk about kind of big picture reform doctrines. So the first time we met, so we kind of painted through the uh, the 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 um, order of salvation from election in eternity past all the way to glorification and all the little things in between. Our second meeting we talked about covenant theology, and then in our third meeting we we spoke about uh, reformed worship, and then in our fourth meeting it was about the reformed sacraments. Uh, we have one more coming up in November. Uh, if you're in the area, uh, I'll, I'll link a show notes on the show notes page, more information about it. But we're going to be meeting in November and chatting about law gospel and, and that kind of uh, understanding and in, in within the uh, Reformed tradition. 
so you're welcome to join us there. And transitioning into 2024, instead of having the once a month kind of Bible study talking about Reformed doctrine, we're going to have evening services. Uh, so we'll have weekly Sunday night services um, at the same location where we've been having our Bible study. And it'll also be an opportunity because at, at the moment, Westside um, in Cincinnati doesn't have evening services because we're a commuter church in Cincinnati. We do two services kind of back to back on Sunday morning and it leaves open Sunday night um, uh, currently. Now in the future that might change, but that's kind of where uh, the way the Westside is set up now. So it'll also allow Westside families if they want to uh, kind of close out the Lord's Day with a service. Uh, they'll be able to join us as well because Florence is only about 25 minutes away, 30 minutes away uh, from from Westside. And so these families could join us and uh, we're going to start weekly uh, uh, evening services throughout the the entirety of 2024 and we're hoping that through that time as well that there's going to be a core group that comes together and start pouring into that core group and uh, so that's the idea of, of, of weekly evening services and also hopefully some midweek services as the core group begins to, to get formed and shaped and then coming into 2025 we're hoping Lord willing that Come July, mid-2025, we can then launch officially in terms of our morning worship and having Sunday morning services there. That's right around the same time as my, uh, my PhD will, will be closing, will be ending. So as I graduate from that, uh, working on a PhD in Christian education, uh, that'll close out and then uh, be able to focus uh, labors there in, 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 uh, in Florence, church planting. So... So, Brandon, I imagine that there will be people out there who are hearing you talk about a Reformed church plant, and they might have various I, I, things coming to their mind about what it could look like or what it could be like. What are some things that you um, would like to see characterize a Reformed church plant in Florence? Um, what kinds of values might you have? How might this church, um, you know, if someone came walking in and, and uh, joined you for worship, what would they experience? Yeah, no, that's helpful. Yeah, I, I mean, I think quite basically, we want to be a, a Bible church. We want to that pe we want to let people know that we seek to be biblical. That Scripture is is going to be the foundation uh, of everything that we do. And so we, we, we never want to, uh, to ever give off the impression that we're just doing man-made things or, or tradition things or following some, uh, some guy or, or anything like that. But we, we want to stand upon the Bible and be Bible people. Uh, that said, as Bible people, we're confessional. And so we want to be a confessional church that stands on the Bible. Um, confessional church means that we uh, believe that the Bible is summarized in its teachings. Um, it's summarized by the Belgian Confession, by the Heidelberg Catechism, by the Canons of Dort. Those are our confessional documents that we, we, we use. We catechize the children and even the adults with the Heidelberg Catechism. And it's, uh, so those, those things become kind of uh, part of the life of, of, of our church where we, um, we look to our confessional documents uh, because they faithfully represent and summarize for us the Bible's teaching. 
Uh, so we're a confessional church that stands on the Bible, but we also want to be one that uh, engages unbelief, that, that, that engages the lost, uh, not only in terms of evangelism, but also in apologetics. Uh, I think that's a big passion that, that I have to um, equip people to defend their Christian faith, that we can engage unbelief um, and uh, present the gospel. And, uh, and do so in a way that's biblically faithful, but also very gentle in the way in which, which, which we do it. Um, so I think that we would be a church that, yeah, engages unbelief. And also one that really relies on the ordinary means of grace. Because that's going to... Um, a lot of churches are not doing that, quite, quite frankly. A lot of churches, you know, gathering for various reasons, whether it be for entertainment or whether it be for some kind of moral reason or, or some sort of uh, kind of looking for an emotional high or whatever it is. But we wouldn't want to be people that realize that when we worship, uh, we are being brought to heaven to feast upon Christ through word and through sacrament. And word and sacrament are the ways in which God gives us nourishing grace to strengthen us in our Christian lives. And so we want to go to church, uh, even though it, it might be great in terms of, you know, it's, 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 we're meeting our friends and we are growing together as a, as a church body. All those things are great, but we're, we're going there to worship God, to have a covenantal dialogue with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit, knowing that through word and sacrament, we are being strengthened and filled because we can't do it ourselves. We're empty. We come in to be filled by, by God and then to go out and serve our neighbors the rest of the week. And so we want to be characterized by a longing, I think, for the ordinary means of grace. Um, and, and, and that should, I think, manifest in our, in our church. And, uh, and not only wanting to engage on belief and stand on the Bible and rely on the ordinary means of grace, but just a church that relies on God, relies on the Spirit, relies on the Word, whether we're sad, whether we're anxious, whether we're having a great uh, season in life, whatever it is, we want to be people who are, got, who are led and guided by the Word of God as a lamp unto our feet, helping us whenever we have spiritual problems, um, teaching us where to go and, 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 and how to live and, and all of these things. So I think, you know, just kind of to encapsulate everything, I hope that we are a Scripture-saturated, Christ-focused church. Excellent. What are some uh, ways that the listeners, viewers can help out? Um, certainly, you know, prayer requests you might want to share here, or um, yeah, what, what yeah. are some things thoughts you might have? Yeah, I mean, in terms of prayer requests, you know, pray that you know we would con uh, continue to grow in terms of our core group, that a core group would get developed, and that there would be several families who want to put their hands to the plow, as it were, and and join uh, join our core group to see this established. Uh, pray for uh, the church where we're going to be meeting. Um, pray that uh, the Lord would give us strength to to um, to do the hard work of church planting, and uh, uh, pray for funding, manpower. You know all the basic needs I think that a church plant needs. Um, yeah, excellent. And if you guys want to uh, find out more about the uh, church plants. Uh, Brandon, as you mentioned, we'll put that on the show notes page at 
present, there is a, a Facebook page up, and so you can see some information there. Uh, a website will be coming in not, uh, not too long, and there'll be more and more information that comes out as it comes. If you'd like to even like sign up for an email list, feel free to email our church. We'll get you on an email list. That way you can have any kind of updates. And we would encourage you, please, if you know people in the uh, greater Cincinnati area, could you tell them about this new work? Could you tell them there's a church plant happening in Florence? Maybe they live there. Maybe they don't live too far away and might want to drive there. Or maybe they know somebody who can, they can refer uh, there. Just help us to, sh to spread the word here. Because this sort of thing can, uh, you can find one or two families, can be a huge, huge help in terms of getting a work off the ground like this. And so we really appeal to you to uh, help us out in spreading the word in, in that way. Um, praying, of course, as well. And if you're in the area, please consider uh, joining it also. Any final words? No, only that we welcome you and we'd love to see you if you're in the area. Excellent. Well, that's, that does it for this week's episode of the Sincere Reform Podcast. He's Brandon. I'm Zach, co-pastors of Westside Reformed Church. Find our other episodes at sincerereformed.org, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.